Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you on this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for this teaching, oh God. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you praise. I honor you, Father. Hallelujah. I thank you for this time, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this teaching, oh God. We bless you, Holy Spirit, for this morning. Thank you, Jesus. sure exactly who it's from that's just a sweet music so this morning i'll be talking about uh minding our marriage glory to god i'm coming from first samuel chapter 25 verses 1 through 35 i was saying <laughs> sometimes this clubhouse gets me um and sometimes my mic will be all already open when I come on, but then other times it's not open, and so I'm just talking away. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got it right. My brother Ben, praise the Lord. First Samuel chapter 25, verses 1 through 35. Um, and if you guys don't mind, I am going to read that. It's a very uh, great story. Hallelujah. And let's see where we see God in this. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray first. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this word, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for this room, Kingdom Cafe. This is your room, Father. Hallelujah. We're open to receive from you, Father. Let your spirit of wisdom flow. Let your spirit of might, your spirit of counsel, your spirit of understanding, your spirit Hallelujah, of the reverence of the Lord. Let it flow through this room, Father God. Give us what we are supposed to get from this, Father God. Hallelujah, that we may take it and put it into practice, Father God. Hallelujah. And some of us, we have great marriages. We have things good that are going on. Hallelujah. And sometimes we need to refocus, and sometimes we may just need a makeover. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And tighten up and things. 
Hallelujah, that you may open up even more blessings in our lives and our family life and our relationship. In Jesus' name, I give you the glory. Let your word, Father God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do what you send it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We give you glory. And so I'm going to begin to read here. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him and bury him in his house at Ramah. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Maon whose possessions in Carmel were in Carmel. And the man was very great. And he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Now the name of the man was Nabal. And the name of his wife was Abigail, and she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doings, and he was of the house of Caleb. And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. And David sent out ten young men, and David said unto the young men, Get you up to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus shall ye say to him that liveth in prosperity, Peace be both to thee and peace be to thy house and peace be unto all that thou hast. And now I have heard that thou hast shearers. Now thy shepherds which were with us, we heard them not. Neither was there aught missing unto them. All the while they were in Carmel. Ask thy young men, and they will show thee. Wherefore let the young men find favor in thine eyes, for we come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh to thine hand unto thy servants and to thy son David. And when David's young men came, they spake to Nabal according to all those words in the name of David, and ceased. And Nabal answered David's service and said, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants nowadays that break away, every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shearers and give it unto men whom I know not whence they be? So David's young men turned their way and went again and came and told them, told him all those sayings. And David said unto his men, Gird ye on every man his sword. And they girded on every man his sword, and David also girded on his sword. And there went up David, about four hundred men, and two hundred abode by the stuff. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife. Excuse me. Saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master. And he railed on them. But the men were very good unto us. 
and we were not hurt, neither miss we anything as long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields. They were a wall to us both day and night. All the while we were with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore know and consider what thou wilt do for evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep ready dressed and five measures of parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of figs and laid them on asses. And she said unto her servants, Go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband Nabal. And it was so, as she rode on the ass, that she came down by the covert of the hill. And behold, David and his men came down against her, and she met them. Now David has said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow hath in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained unto him. And he hath required me evil for good. Requited me evil for good. So and more also do God unto the enemies of David. If I leave of all that pertain to him by the morning light, any that pit, pisses against the wall. And when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off the ass and fell before David on her face and bowed herself to the ground and fell at his feet and said, Upon me, my Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be. And let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience and hear the words of thy handmaid. Let not, my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, thine handmaid, saw not the young men of my Lord, whom thou didst send. Now therefore, my Lord, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeth the Lord hath withholded thee from coming to shed blood, and from avenging thyself with thine own hand. Now let thine enemies, and they that seek evil to my Lord, be as Nabal. And now this blessing, which thine handmaid hath brought unto my Lord, let it even be given unto the young men that follow my Lord. I pray thee, forgive the trespass of thine handmaid. For the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord fighteth the battles of the Lord. And evil hath not been found in thee all thy days. Yet a man is risen to pursue thee and to seek thy soul. But the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Lord thy God and the souls of thy enemies. Them shall he sling out 
as out of the middle of a sling. And it shall come to pass when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he have spoken concerning thee and shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel, that this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offense of heart unto my Lord, either that thou hast shed blood costless or that my Lord have avenged himself. But when the Lord shall have dealt well with thy, my Lord, then remember thy handmaid. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. And blessed be thy advice. And blessed be thou, which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with mine own hand. For in every, for in very deed, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which hath kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hast hasted and come to meet me, surely there had not been left unto Nabal by the morning, like any that pisseth against the wall. So David received of her hand that which she had brought him, and said unto her, Go up in peace to thine house. See, I have hearkened to thee, to thy voice, and have accepted thy person. And I'm going to go one more, verse 36. And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Wherefore, she told him nothing less or more until the morning light. My God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so this I want to emphasize on this morning concerning mine and our marriage. This woman of God, Abigail, is a woman, hallelujah, who was, she was nice looking, but she was a woman of good understanding. Hallelujah. And so we see that the servants, when the trouble came to be with the servants in the ball, he shunned the men, the soldiers, hallelujah, that David sent. His men, my God. So they went to what? They went to his wife. Glory to God. They knew to go to his wife and tell her what was going on. This is a woman, not only of good understanding, but this is an example of intercession, of interceding. Glory be to God. Good morning, everyone. A woman who intercedes. How did she do her interceding? And a lot of times, and I just want to bring up, these are not everybody, this is not every wife, <laughs> but this is one of the major things that women have going on today, hallelujah, because of how the world uh, tries to hype women up, try to get them um, stirred up to do what? To be independent women, women who run the household, women who are in charge and things like that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But that is not what our Lord have called us to be as wives. He have called us to submit. He have called, I mean, I, I'm going to use myself for an example. I don't mind. Hallelujah. Now that I read that, I'm going to um, also open up that you all can come up, come on up with me. And um, okay, I have that open to everyone. Let me just make sure I'm mute. Okay. 
I'll figure this thing out, y'all. <laughs> but I'm going to invite everyone up that we can just have this discussion, glory be to God, because there's so many uh, different um, relationships and marriages. You know, we only know our own individual marriage. We may have heard or seen other people. Good examples, not so good examples. You're all welcome to come up, praise the Lord, and discuss it with me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But they, they have this, they put out songs, they'll put out movies. And I just was like, Holy Spirit was like really opening my eyes to things that some of the movies they put out, they put out like it's okay for um, infidelity. It's okay to have an affair, to commit. I mean, you know, Satan is definitely glory to God. Hallelujah. The ruler of this world. He is the ruler of this world. And it amazes me because you guys blink your mic so I know that you're able to come off of your mic. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure because I'm being messing with some of these um, settings. Okay. And so definitely the ruler of this world. It really messed me up. I start watching these movies. Some of them talk about obsession and some of them having affairs. You got that one. Uh, what is it called? Something in the gray. Um, anyways, I remember later what it is, but this woman was a woman of understanding. She even was so low key that she was able to what husband didn't even know what she did. He didn't even know that she was handling things and interceding on his behalf. And so this is the kind of woman of God that God wants us to be because our husbands might not be there. And then, um, some men are men of God. But some of us got married before we took that step of, of, you know, making sure, okay, that he believes in God, that he's going to follow the word of God, that he knows the word of God. And it's just a reality. We talk so much to single women and they, they, you got many that are waiting nowadays. That's such a blessing. So many women, they're waiting. They're waiting for God to connect them to the husband that uh, he has for them. But there are some of us who have already gotten married. We believe God. Uh, we may have already had a relationship with him or began a relationship afterwards because listen, some things in marriage can go draw you to, uh, to your knees. Okay. <laughs> to go into prayer about things. And I am one, I can testify that with my marriage, it was, um, when we were dating, it was beautiful. We were in love. Oh my goodness. It was just like, that was the honeymoon clearly because as soon as we got married, all of this warfare came. And it was mostly on me because I was turning towards the Lord and I was falling in love with God. But my husband was still in the world. But my husband was still doing the things of the world. And that can separate you. So I understand why they say, you know, be not unequally yoked. But the truth of the matter is, if you read your Bible, you know your Bible. It also says, listen, don't burn with lust. And so this was my way. Of what? My way of repentance. And if you know about repentance, repentance is not just some words that you say. It is an action that you turn from your the way that you're living and the wrong and the sin that you are doing. And don't ever let anybody make you feel guilty because you got married instead of just, you know, breaking off and separating from that person. Now, yes, clearly, if there's some serious issues, any type of abuse or harm going on, you definitely need to separate. OK, let's be real. Um, but if it's something, you know what I mean? You know that we need to get this right. You love that. person. you're going to stay with that person. Get it right before God. Get it right before him. 
And that is the righteous way to, to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God is not one that's going to tell you, go run out and get divorced at the drop of a dime. I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one wanting to say, you know what? I'm done with this. This is, this is stupid. I, I ain't got to deal with this. But you know that it is the easy way out. It's easy to run. It's easy to leave. My God, it is. But then when my mind would go back to my thought to why did, what was my why? Why did I get married? I got married because I knew I wanted to do what pleased God. I knew I wanted to be aligned with God in the right way. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I hadn't had a child until after my marriage, but I had a son already. Glory be to God. And I had a life. I had been in relationships and um, I said, I want stability. You know, I prayed. I asked God for stability. My God. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. He showed up and it's been that way ever since I got married. But so has the warfare. OK. And so I'm dealing with a husband who was still in the world. And my God, God used that thing. And I'm you talking about being baptized with the fire. <laughs> I did never I did not know. But because I turned my face to the wall instead of pointing out his sin, it was hard at first. I had never been married before. I'd never been married before. And so uh, he sent my spiritual mother. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> my spiritual mother, who's an apostle, uh, you know, prophetess. And she was married. So this was my example of marriage. I had my mother who had been with my stepfather for a long amount of years. And that, you know, that older people used to call that common law marriage. And so that was kind of an example. They were stable. They were together. I guess it was like a common law marriage, according to the state of New Jersey that we lived in. And so I just knew I wanted to do what pleased God. Hallelujah. And that's that that's that's that wasn't that no before you go. Um, but I read the Bible. I knew what the Bible said. But now the Bible began to manifest in my life. Those things that God said could happen. Um, I had to put into practice what the word of God is. God didn't make any other way for me to get up out of that. OK, I prayed all kinds of prayers, <laughs> but it wasn't until I had to what be bear myself up in prayer. I had to turn to the Holy Spirit. God wouldn't even allow folks to answer my questions. I had a lot of questions, too, and he wouldn't even allow folks to answer. My, I had to go directly to him. Glory be to God concerning this. And so we see here that this is a woman. Hallelujah. Her man is not all there. Okay, and some of us, our men are not all there. They're there in a sense of security, different things that they do for the household. But who is the spiritual leader? Sometimes it is the woman. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I used to be on my husband. We need to do this. We need to do it. And know that it just did not work. God didn't allow that to work for me. But God used everything, a situation, a circumstance I faced. He used it to build me up, to mold me, to strengthen me. My God, all I could say was God did it. And it came from a prayer. My prayer was, God, I haven't ever been a wife before. I don't know how to do this. You're going to have to do this for me. You're going to have to do this through me, Father God. My God, lead and guide me by your spirit. That's still one of my favorite prayers today because I mean that thing. I'm like, God, I don't know how to do it. You're going to have to do this. Hallelujah. But when he does it, he does it well, whatever it is that needs to be done. Hallelujah. 
we see an example, hallelujah, of Abigail, a woman of God, hallelujah. She was an intercessor for her family. Let's look at it this way. We know what happened with David. We know what happened with Nabal in the end of things like that. But we want to emphasize, we want to highlight how she is what? The intercessor of her Her husband didn't even know what was going on. Her, the servants knew to come to her. Hallelujah. Because the husband was acting up. They knew it was about to go down. And they said, we got to do something. Let's go to her. She's got some good sense. We can talk to her. And she moved right into action. Glory be to God. And so this is the type of management we need in our household. Okay. If something is lacking in one area, we know to move into action, ladies. This is not about the independent lady. I need to make all the money. I need to tell the man what to do. And I need to make all the decisions. No, this is that undercover work. This is that in the spirit. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I don't have to be loud and tell everybody my business. This is between me and God. Who is in my marriage? Glory be to God. Oh, let's see. There's me. There's my husband. There's God. Hallelujah. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Listen, my husband in the house, he probably can hear me right now, but he know this to be true. I had to let him know. Once I start going to people about advice <laughs> for my marriage, and I know it was God. They would start telling me, you need to leave. Da, da, da. They, I mean, they didn't come up with any other option. And I was just like, okay, clearly I'm talking to the wrong people. These ain't the people that read the Bible that I'm talking to. And I said, God, okay, God, now you know I'm not about to do that. Why? Because when I married my husband, it was just like me connected to God's heart, to his will, to his what's going to please him. And I said, I'm not letting that go for nothing and nobody. Man, I had to stick it out. And you talking about, uh, what, 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 what's his name? Saul? it was like, let it burn. Oh, I had to let some things burn. I had to let some things burn right off of me. All the immaturity, all the running and talking to people, all of the, even sitting and listening to gossip and nonsense. My God had to let God really purify me. How am I going? How's God going to use me? I need to be a pure vessel. How's he going to fill me? I need to be a pure vessel. I'm going to cut some things and some people off. And it's not because you don't love those people. It's not because you don't care about them. But what are you taking in? What are you taking in? Because what you take in, then you take it home. And so sometimes we are witness of that, even with our husbands, what they go out and they take in friends, work and things like that. They come home with their stress. They come home with their person. So what should we do about that? What should we do about that? We got to be able to support them and be their peace. Yes, y'all already know. Be their peace. Glory be to God. But also be that wise steward. Hallelujah. God have made you steward. Hallelujah. Over your house. And I always say, listen, there's a lot going on in the world. There's so much to do. You want your hand in this. We in the internet. We over here. We making this money. We building this business, this empire, this legacy. But you get your legacy right at home. Water your own garden. Let your light shine at home first. Don't let nobody compliment your man more than you compliment your man. Don't let nobody eyeball your man more than you eyeball your husband. Come on now. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, 
It ain't got to be all holy moly all the time. Okay, be real. Be yourself. God gave you a personality. Use your personality. What was it that uh, you and your husband that attracted you and your husband? You better keep that thing intact. I'm telling you right now, girl, you better know how to wear those shoes. And I know there's some men on here, but they know it's true, too. If it was the shoes, baby, and how you walk, you better keep that walk. I don't care. You better exercise them legs. You better go ask Tina Turner about how to work them legs. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so I'm talking about us minding our marriage, really being the women of God. Hallelujah. That God called us to be. Praise the Lord. That we ain't got to be loud. We ain't got to be in the front. We ain't got to be the one to make the scenes. But we what? We in prayer. Hallelujah. We study in the scripture. See what God say about this situation. See what examples he got. Like Abigail. Hallelujah. Oh, this is going on. Look at these people that's my husband being around and what he what he's doing and things like that. How can I handle this? Hallelujah. God will give you the wisdom. But we got to keep that relationship with God. And let me tell you something. The main thing that I did, because I wanted to go off on my husband. It had been some things I wanted to do. Besides leaving, there were some things I wanted to do to him. Okay, physically. I'm just going to be real. Hey, the truth sets us free. And so I said, no, I can't do that. I can't go back there no more. I ain't that person no more. And I love my freedom. I value. I see the value in freedom. Thank you, Lord. Okay. And so I'm not going there. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But I'm going to use this strategy. Hallelujah. What was the main strategy? The main strategy is probably something we all know is prayer. All those things your husband seems to have a deaf ear about is prayer. What do we know? What is the strategy? The strategy is um, Jesus is the head of my husband and the father is head of Jesus. So that's just like when you're at work, you got a problem with an employee. You got to do what? You can't solve it there with them. You can't solve it with the supervisor. What do you? You go over their head. You go over their head. Hallelujah. Many a times and still this day, if I need to, okay, I go over my husband's head. I go talk to Jesus about my husband. Listen, you're his head. And so that's why it's very important, okay, and this is another revelation of what using the name of jesus christ why because jesus christ is over our husband so when you go and you go in and pray i am coming in the name of jesus hallelujah people don't really believe us there's a lot of people really don't believe in that that order it is it's real it's real i don't care how your husband okay if he is a foolish lightning ball that order is still the order and so what is god saying in this case he is saying you have to come through me to get to him if anything is going to be done to him it's going to be through me it's going to be my judgment if anything's going to be moved and if there's going to be any healing any deliverance you go to the father you made your case for Father, my husband needs you in this area. He needs your wisdom, Father God. He needs your peace at work, Father God. I need you to come through and to see, Father, because of what your word says. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I haven't gotten to my, my notes here. Praise the Lord. But I am going to get to them. Glory be to God. So I just like to ask you, ladies, hallelujah. What say you concerning 
Abigail, what say you concerning mining and managing your marriage? Share your wisdom, and I'm going to yield to you. Glory be to God, Lady Technique. God bless you this morning. Um, Grace and peace to the room. I'm actually not married. I'm single and separated, but I have um, multiple um, examples in my life um, as regards to what a marriage should look like. Um, In my personal journey, I was um, my son, uh, my son's father. Um, We were I mean, it was it was an unequally yoked uh, situation. And then by year five, he uh, proposed to me. But by then, um, I was just there was just too much trauma in the relationship for me to want to say, okay, we could do this. Um, So I left. Um, I believe that was God's will. Um, My mom didn't like it. She thought I should have stayed. so a little backstory um my mom she divorced when i was five years old and i didn't the only example i had of of a marriage were my grandparents now my grandfather he was a man of god very meek peaceful man my grandmother on the other hand she was um she grew up being very spoiled and very coddled. Her um, parents are from the Caribbean, so my great-grandmother did everything uh, for her. Um, So much to the uh, effect, it was actually to my grandmother's detriment. She was not, she was not domestic, um, had no domesticity. Um, She um, was very challenging for my grandfather to, to, to tolerate, but he stayed married to her to the end. And because he honored God, he honored the, the covenant of marriage. And, um, that gave me a a picture, um, of how someone could, could withstand and maintain a marriage, even when it isn't a happy marriage or the most perfect marriage. So another example I have um, is my um, aunt and uncle uh, from Savannah. They are in a loving marriage. Although my auntie, she could be, you know, she could be, my aunt is my aunt. She she, uh, is a very sweet and caring person. Um, But sometimes she could, I'm not not talking bad about my aunt now, but, you know, she she might try to to intermingle herself like in in, you know, people's business and, you know, um, but in any event, um, she she's a good woman. Um, my uncle and aunt, they clearly like they have a loving marriage. Like every time they they wake up, they kiss each other. Uh, good morning. Um, when they used to leave uh, to go to work, they would kiss each other. Um, it, it was just like such a, a sweet example of what um, just being tender toward your spouse looks like. Then I have my sister who um, has been married for almost three years now. 
that situation, um, you know, they met in the workplace and um, they lived together, they cohabitated. And then um, the relationship took a turn. Um, he was unfaithful, he made a mistake and they separated. Um, after my uh, brother-in-law repented and he asked for her forgiveness, um, my sister didn't have to, but she decided to marry him. And they're married to this day. Their relationship is as strong as ever. So I'm learning um, through these different lenses. And I have a really good friend who um, her marriage started off. Uh, it wasn't entirely perfect, but I could really see the move of God and, and the transformation um, that God has, has done, like the Holy Spirit transforming them, like making those two better people. So it gives me, um, all these examples give me a blueprint um, aside, especially like with regards to the Bible and what um, was read in the text uh, regarding Abigail. Like hands down, a um, woman of God, you also said it. Um, I, I saw her as like a, 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 a silent assassin. Um, and I think that is a great um, way of looking at it in terms of what a wife should be to her um, husband. So thank you so much. I think I've gathered some wisdom in this room, even though I may not be married yet. Um, I took a lot of copious notes and, um, you know, hopefully when that time comes, I, I will be ready. So thank you for allowing me to speak. God bless everyone on this wonderful Saturday. Thank you so much for those examples. Wow. Now those are some powerful examples. And that's what I mean by there are different types of marriages. My God, there are those who can, uh, stand each other and they say, okay, you know, and, and let me just be honest. There have been mistakes in my marriage. Okay. And just, now I wouldn't say infidelity or adult, no adultery on my part, but there have been some things that happened, but I allow God to use that to strengthen me because I told myself, I say, you know what, back when I was in just, you know, the normal relationship that it would just would have been over, or I would have just been trying to get them back and, Try to do something, you know, get revenge or whatever have you. But I um, I said, no, this is not that. This is not that. This here, I came here. I came with the vows before God. God was on my mind. God was on my heart. I felt, you know, I knew he was leading me. My God, he has used it the entire time to teach me. I said, it's so easy to run. Now, am I that weak that I'm just going to just drop this off and run? No, because why? I knew I wanted that with everything in me. I knew my reason why I had began this thing. I did this. I said, you know, I have this relationship with God. I'm in love with him, but I'm not right in this area and I need to get it right. Hallelujah. How, what is the way of repentance when you're a fornicator? What is the way of repentance? It is what is to get married. It's to be joined together before God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, uh, if you're ready, you would like to share, Vicki. You can blink your mic and then I yield to you. Would you like to share, Vicki? 
Okay, I'm not sure she's she may just be listening. Praise the Lord, Apostle. I'm, I'm Apostle Ford. I yield the mic to you to share some of your wisdom, examples, whatever you have. Hallelujah. God bless you all. God bless you all that are sitting on the platform. Let me put a headphone in. Hallelujah. It's Saturday morning and I have children. Hallelujah. <laughs> Roaming around. So let's see if we can. Hey, listen, I just seen my cousin. My cousin just came up, Prophetess Naya. She just came in and she really, she has a lot to say. <laughs> Hallelujah. She can tell you about marriage and some just uh, some ways that we can model our, our lives or our marriages. Uh, uh, to the relationship that we have with God. Amen. Because Jesus is literally, we are the bride of Christ. Amen. So being a single woman and just, uh, it was just so great what the woman of God said, lady, in regards to realizing the different ways that people grew up in recognizing marriages, right? It's so many ways that people were raised um, to believe what marriage represents or what love is. And so I just take um, the word of God, hallelujah, to model myself on relationships and marriages. Amen. So I am a, I'm, I'm engaged, hallelujah. And I'm just, so I'm going to tell you this testimony real quick and then I'm going to yield my mic, hallelujah. So, I didn't start off engaged, right? I was still looking for love in all the wrong places. And in my backslidden state, you know, we had, you know, of course, you know what happens to get pregnant and what you have to do. So in my backslidden state, I had my baby and uh, I knew that I, I had to stop. We, you know, we were living together and I knew that I had to, I, I, I wasn't living right. So the Lord would tell me who was to go So you need to, you know, you need to line your life up. You need to get your life in order. So I, 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 I did what God said. I left the man. Hallelujah. He left. Um, two weeks after he left. Right. I told, um, I found that I was pregnant. <laughs> so I, he left and I went through the pregnancy, hallelujah, with the grace of God, because I really thought that this pregnancy really would have taken me out. Hallelujah. Um, but I went through that thing with God, hallelujah. And it came to the fact was I had to stand for righteousness. I had to stand on what I knew, what God says is the right um, recipe to live your life, um, not, you know, uh, being shacked up and and sexual and moral. And when you go through all of those things, and even with bringing um, in the life, when you're raised, you, you, there's a lot of things that God has to um, tear down and rebuild. It's a lot of things that God has to uproot and replant in your life. And so and my healing and my deliverance process, I'm process or progress. Um, God healed me. And, and from me standing on the word and abstaining from sex, hallelujah. And, you know, not shacking up and just standing. Then that man came, hallelujah. And asked for my hand in marriage. Hallelujah. It was like, he already knew who was so it's like, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. So if you're standing on anything, stand on the word of God and the word of God, hallelujah, will give you the tools and the keys. Hallelujah. The way to model your life and your marriages 
um, hallelujah, towards. And that, that first marriage for single woman is the marriage to God in Christ. That is your first marriage. And that vulnerability that you show with Christ, the way that you pray, the way that you talk, your communion, the intimate relationship with Christ, I'm telling you, that is the way that you get your wholeness. You don't want to go into any relationship or any marriage without being whole, healed, delivered, and set free. You want to make sure, hallelujah, that you all are lining up with the word of God. You don't want to get into, hallelujah, unequally yoked marriages. You really just want to wait. So I literally had to wait. I'm telling you, this you don't understand that thing, hallelujah, but you still have to trust God. I went through my pregnancies by myself, my baby. I had her in the hospital by myself. So, but still in that, God was getting the glory because hallelujah, as I trusted him and I prayed hallelujah for my daughter's um, baby's um, father, hallelujah, God was changing his heart. He was healing him from those things. He's We, have, we are of different cultures. He's from St. Lucia, hallelujah. So there's some things that he was raised or how he was raised and watched his mom and his father go through, hallelujah, some things that he had taken on to him that God had to heal him, hallelujah. And I'm not telling you that it, everything is peachy right now. Hallelujah. It's not hallelujah. Every day deliverance is the children's bread. So I just as a wife and before even getting engaged and before even hallelujah, God putting me in this place where I'm going to be a wife, he had to heal me. He had to deliver me. He had to give me wholeness. He had to give me peace. I had to forgive. He had to uproot the trauma, uproot the pain, uproot the rejection, uproot the resentment, you see, so that I can come prepared, so I can come and and be hallelujah the wife that he would want me to be to his to his son so wives we intercede we pray a lot we don't hasu I don't have to argue with that man. I go to God. Hallelujah. If there's something, hallelujah, that I see that he's doing, hallelujah, and it and it's not lining up, I go to God first, and then God endows me with the soft words to say, to speak to him so that he can receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. So with all of that being said, I didn't want to hallelujah go just that deep. Hallelujah. But daily, daily, God will, he will, he's a refiner. He's the refiner. Hallelujah. He will refine us. Hallelujah. To bring us into a place. Hallelujah. Where we can receive our husbands or our wives and then they can be fruitful. The marriages will be fruitful and, and multiply in the things of God. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Woo! That was good. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I just feel a refreshing, even as you were speaking. Praise the Lord. Congratulations on your engagement. Glory to God. May the glory, the blessing, the presence, and love and power of God rest in your union. Hallelujah. And everyone attached and in agreement with it in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hi, Naya. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I have a daughter named Naya. Praise the Lord. And there's so many. I didn't know there were so many ways to spell it. Glory to God. I was in here. We're talking about minding our marriage, different strategies. Praise the Lord. Experiences, examples. Um, we spoke about Nabal, uh, Abigail, Nabal's wife, and how she moved like a, a secret agent, we're going to call her. <laughs> secret agent of intercession. 
Hallelujah. And a lot of times we think intercession is just prayer. Intercessing means to intercept, to intercept something that's trying to come at, you know, and get to what belonged to you. And so you step in, you step in as God leads you by his spirit in prayers, of course, in worship, in wisdom, in strategy. As God leads you, praise the Lord. Um, and us women, a lot of us are some of the main interceptors, intercessors of our family, even not just in a marriage, but our family, literally. <laughs> we may be the only believer in your family. Glory be to God. You may be the intercessor at your job. You may be the intercessor, what? In your business, different places. Hallelujah. In your neighborhood, in your community, in your state, in your region and things like that. Glory be to God. But we thank God that we can we're able to do this. Right. That he's chosen us and he's given us his word. And I'm going to let you go forth, um, Naya. And then I'm going to go back into more scripture because I am a student of the word. Glory to God. And I like to put the word on what I'm saying and not, <laughs> and not just my opinions and my thoughts. Hallelujah. We have do have our experiences, but for every experience, there's the word of God. Hallelujah. What God has to say about it. And we know what he said. It's unmovable, unshakable, and it's the final say. Okay. <laughs> I yield to you now. Hi. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Um, I just came to listen in, actually. Uh, the kids they're cleaning up so um yeah i just came to listen in for a little bit i'll join in once um okay you know you go forth after the scriptures and everything but nice to meet everyone god bless you all nice to meet you too i got one in there bouncing around and knocking on the door <laughs> it's the mother life Hallelujah. yes Saturday, <laughs> You're not getting away from them. But you know what? That's the love. That's the love that connects you. If your kids are not coming around you, okay. Pay attention. Uh, well, we know with the cell phones that is possible. But we do want to say, hey, if if there's still got to be some point in time. I got two. They like the phone. They like the internet. They like the Netflix and the, you know computers and, and being on the tv and so and they still come and bug me but if your kids are not bugging you get up step up mind your family mind your marriage okay welcome israel all right with the one of the most powerful names <laughs> in history i don't know if that's your actual name but praise the lord god bless you on this morning if you would like to just bring some things in uh, concerning relationship, marriage, marriage examples that you know of, uh, scriptural references, I yield my mic to you this day. Oh, I see. Okay. There you are. Hello. Good morning. They, I can hear you. I hear something. <laughs> Good morning, Israel. Good morning. Okay, okay. Good morning. Welcome. Would you like to share about uh, marriage relationships? Uh, you have some scriptures, some uh, examples of marriage. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yes, lovely people. I like to. Okay. Um. Uh, yes, you can go forth. I believe we can hear you. Okay, I'm not sure what's happening with your uh, your mic or if you understand fully what's going on here. Welcome, Miss Grounded. We are in here. We're talking about minding our marriage, not just marriage, relationships. Uh, this is all, because it's biblical, it's good for all areas of our lives, our family relationships, work relationships. But we're mostly emphasizing um, women being the intercessors of our family being the examples and how we can best do that uh humbly and so i just i'm going to go back and talk about abigail abigail was uh what she did were bold acts of faith okay um and you got to have boldness come on now all god's children we made in his likeness and his image now you're gonna be bold and if you're not bold yet you need to spend some more time with him because trust me it's coming and I used to be that one shy and I didn't like crowds and don't look at me. And I hope don't nobody talk to me or ask me a question. <laughs> I'm, I, listen, I'm telling it. I'm telling you the truth. But you hear me now. Glory be to God. Yes, it's his spirit. But it's my relationship, you know, with him that I'm able to come forth and speak boldly. Hallelujah. And just speak that yeah. which the Lord God gives me to speak. Praise the Lord. So that was those were bold acts of faith. I mean, he was coming to kill. He wasn't coming to ask any questions. But she didn't wait for him to come there. I'll talk to him when he get. She like, oh no, I need to go meet him. Okay, that's when you go meet these situations and things that are going on in life. And you say, I'm not waiting for this to happen, but I'm about to go to God about this now. So and so is this trying to happen and that's trying to take place. No, I'm going to go to God about it now. I'm not going to wait for it to happen. I'm calling on you for protection for my children now in these schools. I'm calling on you, Father God, right now to keep us healthy, keep us safe. Uh, Give us the wisdom. Hallelujah. Let us know the times in the season. Let the Issachar anointing be in our family that we know what's going on. I hear people talking about family. I need you by your spirit to lead and guide me. What do I need to do? What do I need to store up? What do I need to have in my house? Don't let me lack. Don't run after everything because they say you over here, Jesus. They say this is Jesus. They say over here. It's Jesus. Uh, 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 over there is Jesus. Jesus is over here doing this. This one's supposed to be representing you. We're not going to be quick to believe everything we hear. But we're going to test the spirits by the spirit. Glory be to God. We're going to measure it by the word of God and what the word of God says. We're not just going to believe everything. Heighten our discernment. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we as mothers, we know our children. But but listen, you, you still going to need that discernment when it comes to these kids these days. Okay, I, and the little ones too. They smart. They YouTube boy. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out for that YouTube. But these kids are smart and they're sharp. Glory be to God. You, you, we, we know they get some of that from us. All right, glory to God. And so we also see in Abigail. We saw humility. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit told me concerning her humility. It gave way for God to move. It's that lowliness. And although I'm here, I'm speaking bold and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking because I'm bringing forth the word is the spirit of God, right? When I'm with my husband, okay, and he feels strong about something, this is not how I'm going to be talking to him. This is not how I'm going to be trying to give him advice. Glory be to God. And so I'm going to flow. Hallelujah. As the Lord leads me, I let the spirit of God lead me in my marriage. Yeah. Holy Spirit, you all up and through here in everything. Okay. From the top to the bottom, all up in here. I need your guidance. I need your leading. No longer is it me myself, but it's you that live in me. How do you want to do this, God, that you can get the glory out of it? Hallelujah. And I just want to share with you, too. Also, although you may have problems, you may have issues. Those are opportunities for God to get the glory. God doesn't get the glory out of stuff going good all the time. You can cancel that. You you can forget that. Now, we're going to have a lot of joy. You're going to have a lot of peace. But things going to have to happen. And God wants to see what you're going to do. Because the trying of our faith, that lets us know our faith is going to be tried. You think he just gave us faith because we just going to carry it around like a cute purse? That ain't it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's building it, up, building us up. It's molding us and it's restoring us. It's reconciling us back to what? The likeness and image of him here in the earth. That is the light that we're going to let shine that others will see. And they're going to say, oh, I want that. Baby, these, these, this better than those um, Louis Vuittons over here, okay? <laughs> this light over here, this glory, this ain't my own. You, I didn't buy this at the store, okay? I didn't buy this at Saxon Fifth, honey. This right here, you can't pay for this. You're going to have to earn this. You're going to have to, and not earn it. Not, I'm not talking about earning salvation. Let me get that straight, okay? But I'm talking about that relationship because you don't know that you how to love him until you get to know him. Hallelujah. That's powerful right there. Come on now. You don't know how to love him until you get to know him. And we're told, love me, my God. If God never really pointed to himself that much. But this is how he pointed to himself. And I'm going to tell you the reason why he told us this. He said, love me with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul. And I'm going to add all of your resources, okay, is for your benefit. All of these things he told us is not because he needs us. He's God no matter what. The sun come up. He told the sun come up. The sun come up and shine. It goes that, you know, it goes down. Night comes. The moon comes. You know, everything he told what to do, it does it. Our very existence already going to bring him glory. Okay. These things that he have directed for us to do are for our benefit. You want the abundant life? This is how you're going to get it. Here go your instructions. But if you never go in that Bible, you don't have the instructions to, <laughs> to have this, to obtain it, to know how to maintain it, sustain it. And so how are we going to get to know him? We're going to get to know him in prayer in his word. Oh, he did this. Look how he did that for Abigail. He preserved what? And Nabal was a fool. And his, look. And he gave this fool, this wife that had good understanding. 
And y'all already know who inherited all of that. Okay? My, my, my. Woo, Jesus. But it was through her humility. And, and, and another way to see this is the woman who came. She broke up her alabaster box. She cried on Jesus' feet. Now look at this as the body of Christ is the woman. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, Jesus, the body of Christ, right? The woman, hallelujah, our worship, our relationship with God, hallelujah. What it does for what the body of Christ is none of this is in vain. None of this is just for self-serving, for just ourselves. But it's going to what? Have the opposite of a domino effect. Dominoes get knocked down, but I'm talking about it, it, it like a ricochet. You understand what I'm saying? Like a boomerang. It goes out, but it's coming back. It's flowing back. It's going some other places, but it's coming back. It's a it's a constant flow. Hallelujah. That's going to bless us. Bless our family. Bless our neighbors. Bless our friends. Everywhere we go, we ought to be the, the blessing. I know a lot of times we're like, we're looking for the blessing. But honey, guess what? You are somebody's blessing. If you're living right and you're doing right by God. And you love him, baby. What what you gonna withhold from God that you, if you love him? I just told y'all all the stuff I was going through in my marriage, and I only stuck and stayed because my mind went back to him, my thoughts went back to him. Them up bad, them horrible emotions. I, I handed them over. I was that woman at the feet. My tears, it, it, just when we thought we, we washing Jesus' feet with these tears. Baby, them tears he using to wash ours. Because what? We handed them over to him. Only when you give it to him can he do something with it. That's going to benefit you. That's going to bless you. That's going to build you. That's going to strengthen you. That's going to make you wiser. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so Abigail was also what? A woman of respect. She had respect. She didn't go off on her husband. I've been there though. I'm just saying. I had to learn. She didn't go off on him. She didn't go off on the servant. She didn't run up on David like, you're not going to that, that, that. It wasn't loud. <laughs> but she knew what to do. Let me bring my most humble self. Let me bring some of the best, the top goods. I'm not, when you give to people, when you giving, your family, strangers, I don't care who it is, homeless, whoever you're giving to. Don't get them the, the, the bottom of the barrel. Would you want the bottom of the barrel? That's what you, you just got to put your mind on that. Would you want the bottom of the barrel? Would you want the skin? My God, give your best. Why? Because God said everything we do, do as unto him. Now, you know we ain't bringing God nothing raggedy. Okay? And so... Even in our relationships, our communication, bring respect. And what the Holy Spirit told me about that, that honor brings light to the situation. Honor brings light to the situation. What happens when light come around? Darkness has the flee. Darkness has the flee. My God, the Spirit of God is on me. And the Spirit of God not only come to preach the gospel, honey, it come to bring the light that no longer are you looking at me. No longer are you hearing me. But now it's the Lord speaking through me. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Because y'all know we can't, something we just can't handle. We, we go off the, <laughs> I'm talking about myself here. And I don't know about the, some things. If I handle it, God, no, God, you don't want me to handle it. Never mind. I need you. I really need you to handle it. And that's all it's a matter of saying, not me, Lord, but let your will be done in this situation. Because I'm flesh. Right then. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Come I on. Mean, I, that's you good. Good. <laughs> he does it right then, too. As soon Woo, as come as on now. Control, as soon as mm. I just had, I just had come a situation. On. And, you know, I'm going to be inter, we're intertwining um, families, right? So all Hallelujah. my children aren't my fiance's children, right? So we're intertwining. So we're going to mm -hmm. have a 17 year old. Hallelujah. And hallelujah, it was just two days ago, uh, two days ago, where it was a, a misunderstanding, right? Between right. the soon-to-be stepfather and the step, and the soon-to-be stepson, right? Mm -hmm. And in the mix of all of that heatedness, you know, I, I would have handled it myself. It wouldn't have turned out right. Hallelujah. But because Come God on. has already taught me, hallelujah, how to be mm -hmm. balanced even in those high pressured situations, you know, when to recognize mm -hmm. your triggers, because, you know, we have to recognize our triggers. But so those are our stumbling blocks that will cause us to be cussing somebody out and ready to pull up. Right. Let's be real about it. Hallelujah. But, but, but in that situation, oh my God, who else do I did? I, I prayed in this situation and immediately I seen how God's hand it, 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 it was like the, mm -hmm. you know, God doesn't lie in the midst of confusion. And, it, you know, it, it, and, and instead of arguing, fussing, and fighting, there was healing, breakthrough, and deliverance. Oh, somebody. Ooh, Jesus. Between hallelujah. 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 So it is so important. And you're just right on. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Who holds you? But you, you, you're just teaching today. Hallelujah. That is Glory so to God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for bringing that point up. It's that self-control. Baby, if ain't nobody and, and next to love, okay? Okay? We know we, we need to love in every situation, right? And the different ways love uh, uh, is manifest itself. Uh, baby, if you, you want power, let me tell you what you're going to need to have. God still work with me on this today. I'm telling you, it's constant. Self-control. Self-control. You there's nothing you can point to in the kingdom of God does not that does not require self-control. He said above all these and things. And if you master <laughs> come on. He said above all Listen, these things you self-control. Hallelujah. Come on. If you master that, your waiting won't be so harsh on you. See, that's the key right there. To waiting, self-control. If you want to wait well, self-control. Yep. And how do you do that? Everything you go through, the sooner you give it to God, the sooner God can move on that thing. Don't wait. Don't sit around thinking on it. Listen, I, I've been there, done that. I noticed like this woman of God, like you said, how you went and prayed because you move fast. You move fast. God move fast. You move fast. God move fast. And people don't think it a small thing because your prayer is. You went in the bathroom for two minutes because this such and such is getting on your nerve. Let me go in the bathroom fast. You know, and pray, speak in tongues, ask God to hand us. Watch how He move. Watch how He move. It's not a. <laughs> Listen, God is God is letting letting you know. I recognize you. I see you. That's my daughter. Now that's mine right there. That's you look like me. 
You walking like me now. You talking like me. You not holding on to that thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So self-control is like one of the most powerful <laughs> things you can have under your belt. Listen, that's what's going. A lot of people say your character, your character need to have self-control at the top of it. Because you're going to come up in contact with all different kinds of characters. And just because they want to go low with they with their ways, don't mean you want to go low with them. I don't want to go low with nobody. And so self-control is necessary. Because see, Abigail could have ran up and said, made the servants fight the <laughs> David soldiers or some crazy mess. But she had self-control. Hallelujah. She was bold. She, those were bold acts of faith. That was humility. That was respect. And another one I have here, pursue peace. That is how you pursue peace. She did not wait. God gave her the wisdom to act. She said, we got all of this stuff here. He ain't going to miss this stuff anyway. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give. We're going to give some good stuff. Okay. And what that did by her pursuing peace, it preserved her life, the life of the servants, even the ball's life. It, it, it can preserve your family. It can preserve your relationships and your marriage. And I don't care what's going on at your job or in your family. Trust God with it. It's not worth losing it. Just because you feel miserable for uh, uh, for a little while. It's not worth it. This is a gift. This is These are gifts and blessings. Every relationship God has given you. Don't ever let nobody lie to you. I prayed you out of my life. I done heard some of the most ridiculous things. No, maybe God removed them because he sent you. You understand to let your light shine and to be a blessing to them. But you so busy trying to get a blessing. You don't know that you're supposed to be the blessing. And he said, you know what? That ain't working. I'm just going to end this right here. And I'm going to let so-and-so who I know is going to uh, steward the relationship. Well, I'm going to send them over there to them. So just when you thought you benefited, you like you didn't steward well. So we got to stop thinking. Just Listen, just because you said that, now nah, I got to go to God. I need to meditate on this thing. Let's not be quick to be, make decisions. Let's be slow to speak and quick to think. Okay, God, help me understand what you're doing over here. And pray on it. Give it some time. Remember, the kingdom is not like the world. We're not microwave everything. No, we over here, we marinate. We wait and marinate, wait and marinate. Give it some time before you make a decision on that thing, that relationship or whatever is going on. Praise the Lord. Um, because we, we a lot of time we look, bless me, honor me, look at me, give me, you know. And God wants you to do that with that person so you can be the example. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I mean, this has been a wonderful, this has been a great room. Bree, I didn't know if you wanted to come up. Bree, I know you got some good wisdom to share. <laughs> well, I'm going to invite you up anyway. Naya, are you ready to share? I do have more scriptures, but I, I can't save those <laughs> for next Saturday. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, Brie, you being undercover today? That's fine. I guess she may be at work or something, doing something. Hallelujah. Here, I yield to you. Yeah, I'm a little slow to um. I'm not swift with Clubhouse. I'm not. I'm not too savvy yet. But I was just want to say, as you were speaking, I was speaking with a young lady this morning, and I was telling her, like you know, for me, marriage marriage is unto God. You can, you know, all that you do, like you were saying in the scripture, let it be done unto God. When the day of judgment comes, we're going to be held accountable for us. So as a wife, my goal was to make sure that, you know, I please the father, not based off of what my husband did or didn't do, but to be pleasing to the father. You know, I just wanted to say I wanted to be a virtuous wife. So it's a lot of times, you know, you have to go to God instead of asking God to change your husband it's the, or your spouse is change me, change my perception. You know what? It, basically about how you can become a better help me and not saying that you know you're awful or anything like that not condemning anyone but just saying like you know the areas where you need to grow because I saw this um I saw something before and it says what if um, marriage was more about making you holy than it is about making you happy That is exactly Man, what happened for me. Somebody got it right. God knows. It literally the thing about crazy. marriage is a lot of people, they may go in and it, it just seems like this fancy, but God uses marriage. Look what Adam and Eve went through, y'all. Look what they went through. It was rough. Okay, it wasn't, a, you know, it was all good in the garden. <laughs> but then God, he set his plan off. But everywhere throughout the Bible, this plan of salvation, this plan of reconciling us back then. And he took his time, didn't he? My goodness. Over 2,000 years of time. And all the people that he used, all the different situations. What was he saying? He was saying, I am here. And it didn't look right. I mean, come on now. It didn't sound right. And people wasn't acting right. But it did not deter the plan of God. So even if things are not going right, just line back up. Just line back up. Just line back up with the word. Just get back up. My Lord, my Lord. Woo, Jesus. And so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to share these scriptures. Um, that the Holy Spirit gave me even for this study. Praise the Lord. If you have it, you know, if you're able to write it down. But this, the replay should be up. Yeah, it'll be up. Um, and you can always come back. <clears throat> I have um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so this is where our Lord. Oh, Lord, I don't press something. Don't play. I'll pause it. I hope I got it. Anyway, let me mute that just in case. <laughs> anyway, so it says um, 24 through 27, uh, Matthew chapter 7. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, wise woman as well, which built uh, his house upon a rock. 
uh, and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the, and the uh, rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell and great was the fall of it my god and this is definitely the example of <laughs> abigail and the ball abigail was wise so she stood david didn't harm her none of the servants were harmed but because of nabal's foolishness god took his life god did that not any man um because he could have chose wisdom he could have chose wisdom praise the lord and that's not every that's that that's definitely not going to be any of our case because we cover in our household with the blood of jesus we trust god hallelujah for longevity in our marriages and long life will he satisfy us praise the lord okay so also at proverbs chapter 14 verse 1 proverbs chapter 14 verse 1 i guess i'm gonna go there i'm on my um laptop looking these up give me a second hallelujah and so i mean this is all good stuff what this is about comfort stability can bring comfort stability can bring comfort praise the lord trust me uh this is one of the first prayers god answered me concerning my family i had come from a family that moved around a lot uh you know my mother my stepfather, you know, they were on drugs, alcohol, and we had to keep me. We were uprooted here, uprooted there, and just moved all around in new schools and new people. And so that really just, I really drew back from people then because every time I turned out with somebody new, I didn't know. My goodness. But God, hallelujah, he answered my prayers. And it says, every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish pluck it down with her hands hallelujah but the foolish woman pluck it down with her hands but the wise woman build her house what are you building your house with what materials are you using glory to god and as women of god i already know we using the word we using prayer we we pulling out all stops for us and our family glory to god hallelujah we leaving no stone unturned okay <laughs> hallelujah amen amen so also just examine you know your marriage your relationship your family not just you know some are some of you may not be married your relationship god is using those okay to measure you for um marriage oh yes he is oh yes he is you think how you think you're gonna get trained for marriage through relationships how you treat your family from the least of them to the greatest of them your co-workers your neighbors okay you got to be around people sometime or another i don't care if it's the mailman <laughs> but sometimes you ever hear a person say something weird you're like where did that come from oh you, you better know where it came from better know who's talking to you. you better know when your faith is being tried have the discernment to know be ready at all times what you shall answer a man concerning even your faith 
Hallelujah. Do you need a home makeover? I sit back sometimes. I get on the internet. I, I'm doing, I'm studying, I, I'm, I'm worshiping, I'm right, I'm doing all these different things. I say, eh, I got to stop that. And as a matter of fact, as soon as I get off of here, I told my sons, let's go. We're going outside, y'all. We're we going to do something. It's Saturday. Y'all get off y'all phones. I'm getting off my stuff. Be the first example, too. It ain't just, y'all, stop what y'all doing. No, you be the first example. I'm putting this down. You guys put that down. Let's go. We're going to the park. We're going to the stores. We're going to do something. <laughs> We're going to play a game together. Nah, the old school game. Not on the phone. <laughs> Not with the controller. Praise the Lord. Come here. I want to show you something. I want to teach you something. You know, projects together. Even doing things, work with your hands. Especially you have boys. You know, even some girls. Come on, women in constructions and things like that. Okay, so next, security brings peace. Security brings peace. Uh, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Woo! Come on now. Y'all could just go on and attach that to 1 Samuel chapter 25, 1 through, 1 through 35. Because that's what had happened. My God, listen, don't God prove himself over and over in scripture? Over and over. Over and over. Who would not believe God? Who would not serve this God? Who would not believe him? You can't just sit around and say a man just came up with all of this here wisdom. All of this here truth. There's no, no man in the earth. There's none. There's none. There's none like God. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with. He will call, listen, he will cause your enemies to serve you. He will cause your enemies to honor you. They're going to have to give it up for you. They're going to have to and, and, and congratulate you. And you're not doing anything to seek that, but you're doing everything that the Lord wants you to do, which is pleasing in his sight. He's going to exalt you. He is going to honor you. It's inevitable. Why? Because he says so. He said that when, because you have put your love on me, I will deliver you. And he didn't stop there. He said, I also will exalt you. I'm going to deliver you out of that. And I'm exalt you because you love me. You took all that time with me, spent all that time with me, sat in my word all that time. Set in prayer and just interceded for everybody else, girl. And I and I know I'm not the only one. Y'all ever forget to pray for yourself because <laughs> you're praying for so many other people all the time. I have to remind myself to pray for myself. And I'm like, oh, well, what do I need? Because when you're in the presence of God, do you need anything? And so that's where that scripture comes in. Uh, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen his seed begging bread. Because you 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 in relationship with him so much, you're communing with the Father so much. Nothing, there's nothing lacking. He's taking care of everything else. You taking care of what he wants you to take care of. Everything else is being taken care of. It can't flow like that. It can flow like that. But also, you know, check anyway. See if you need a little makeover. Okay. See what you're building your house with. 
Stay focused because we got to watch, got to stay aware and be discerning. Even in those times we spend a lot of time with the Father, it pleases him that we do what? He have given our family to steward over. Let's be good stewards over everything that he's given us. I got more scripture, y'all. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 13. The Lord will teach our children and great will be their peace. Hallelujah. This is what happens when you yield and submit it to God. And you carry on your relationship with your children as which is pleasing to the Lord. All kids are not into scripture. And I'm just going to share with you what I do with my kids. I'll read, say, Daniel. Hallelujah. I read about Daniel, the three Hebrew boys. Um, and then I'll go back and I'll retell it to my sons in a fun and exciting way. I know they like anime. I know they like video games. So I just make it exciting for them and kind of make it relatable to the things that they like. Uh, but I tell that story and I give God all the glory about it in that story. I begin praying with them until they learn how to pray for themselves. But that creates good and wonderful traditions. They always know, oh, you have a boo-boo. Let's pray. For, let me call you. Let's speak healing over you. My oldest son, I teach him declarations. These are small things. They don't take a lot of time to sit with them and teach them. Here, you got this going on. You want this to happen at school, in your sports, in your friendship. Here, here's some things. And to, to walk it out with them. Tell them, I declare and I decree. And have them read the scripture and things like that. And what's beautiful, the same way I said, when we go take things to God quickly, he moves quickly. My son was sick. Um, I anointed him. I prayed for him. I was like, okay, God, what's going on? Okay, um, he should not still be sick. What's going on here? I prayed, prayed. And I said, okay, God, how do you want to do this? How do you want to heal them? How do you want to heal him? Give me the strategy, Father God. I heard the word. Compass. Compass. I was like, a compass? What the compass got to do? <laughs> but that's when that waiting and marinating comes in. Meditate on that thing, whatever the word that the Lord gave you. And so come to find out my God wanted me to compass what does what? Shows you directions. He wanted me to direct my son and how to speak to his body for healing. He's 17 years old. And he's 70 years old. And so that's what I did. I told him, I said, in the name of Jesus, spirit of cold, get out. Leave him from my body now. Command you in the name of Jesus, go into dry place. And, every, and, it, <laughs> and he had about four symptoms, y'all. And I had to lead him to speak that. And he spoke it. And he was healed as soon as he spoke it. And that was God showing up and sh saying, son. I'm here for you. The power and authority, you have it. But if you come to me, I'm going to show up for you. And he's 17 years old. And I got my little boy. He likes to pray as well. He love it. He get the anointing oil real quick. Let me pray for you. Okay. And so it's the example that we give our children, that we give our families. We need to be that first light that shines. We need to be the first one to water our own gardens. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. And they're going to go out and they're going to be examples too. I just had, I wonder the things Aaron, he's seven years old, says at school. He's in there praying for people, talking about Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and people think that they have taken prayer out of school. No, prayer is wherever the people of God are who pray. They could never take him out of school. The devil is such a liar. Anywhere believers are, prayer is there. The presence of God is there. Let's not be deceived. Hallelujah. So Isaiah 41 verse 10, God will help us and strengthen us. God will help us and strengthen us. We're going to keep this mindful in our marriage, in our relationships, all kinds of relationships, in our families. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your family ever. That was the first one of the first things outside of the garden God did. It does not mean that it was a bad thing. When we put God in it, God can move in it. Keep God in it. On intercede. You be that one like a needle, okay? Your family is the arm. You're the needle. You're injecting God, okay, into your family's life. You're administering God into your family's life, into your relationship. What do you want him to do if you have not let him in? You dare not expect God to do something and you haven't did what you were supposed to do as a believer, as one with the knowledge of who God is. The sooner you go to him, the better. Glory to God. Um, and then I have one more. Order brings strength. Keeping a order brings strength to the family, to the marriage, to the household, to the individual. James chapter 3, verse 16. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and every evil practice. And this is just for FYI. Wherever you, there's envy and selfish ambition, there you'll find disorder and every evil practice. Use this for your discernment. If there's envy in any type of relationship, any workplace, ministry, um, or people being selfish, they are me, my, I. Um, not really serve. That's not serving others. And so that's why there's disorder and there's evil practices there. But Isaiah 32, 18 says, my people will live in peaceful dwellings and peaceful dwelling places in, in secure homes in undisturbed places of rest. So, Father, right now, declare and decree over everyone that is in the room who have come into the room. I declare and decree over our marriages, our families, our relationships, especially our intimacy with you, Father, that we will live in peaceful dwelling places, Father, that you will make us our homes secure, Father, and our families that are near and far, Father, not just within our 
uh, immediate households, but those who are near and far. Make our homes secure, Father God. Hallelujah. Let them be undisturbed places of rest. I call on you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. If there be any strategies, any area that you want us to tighten up, that we need a makeover in, Father. Hallelujah. In our families and our relationships, Father. I ask, Father, that you would give us the strategies in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. I bless you and I thank you for every woman, every representation of every household that's here in the Kingdom Cafe, your room on today, Father. Holy Spirit, have your way. I have spoken your word. I have given your people as you will have me to serve them, Father. Now, I know that you watch over your word to perform it, Father. You know what each one of us have need of, Father. And you are not the God that will allow us to lack any good thing. You said, for no good thing will I withhold from them that love you and are called according to your purpose. Everyone on here must love you, Father, for they have sat here, Father, and have listened attentively, Father. These are your words and not mine, Father. I ask that you will move on their life in this situation, Father. Bless them. Give them a special blessing, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ to precede, Father God, hallelujah, uh, this here uh, room, Father, in the name of Jesus, for your glory, for your honor, for your praise. I thank you. I pray that everyone is built up. They have been, I have bared up my brothers and sisters, Father. May we go forth and fill us to overflow, that we can flow into others' lives, Father. But I also ask that you will keep a reserve of that flow within us, Father. Hallelujah. Even just for us, Father, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that we maintain, will maintain, Father, our faith, our relationship, hallelujah, with you, for your glory, for your honor, and your praise forever, Father. We bless your holy name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, glory to God. Does anyone have any last words or anything they'd like to share before I close the room out? You can open your mic up and speak if you God do. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I honor you. Thank you for this room. I have. I was truly blessed. Thank you again for inviting inviting me up on your platform. Who also may the Lord restore upon you any virtues. You, who also that you have poured out into His children this day. And may you, uh, Hallelujah. May He just bless each of you in the room. Hallelujah. Um, continually. Amen. I love you all. Amen. Thank you so much, Apostle Ford. Hallelujah. Uh, Lady Technique, do you have anything? A woman of God, thank you so much for uh, pinging me into the room. Um, the wisdom that was shared um, on this morning was just so powerful, um, very meaty. Um, biggest takeaway for me was be that helpmate, be that help me. Um, and of course, um, everything we do, um, just submit under, um, our heavenly father and use the word as the blueprint to be that with woman. So thank you again, Alan. Uh, hope everyone in the room has a blessed day. Amen. Uh, Naya, would you like to share? Okay, she may be busy with the children. Praise the Lord. It has blessed me. I thank you all that you have come on here with me. As Lady Technique said, it's a ministry. Everything, listen, ever since God made Adam and he told him what to do in the garden, that was a ministry. 
Okay? We are stewards over everything that God has given us. And I don't know about y'all, but I want to steward well. And I, and this is my father. I don't know any child who has a great, loving, caring father. You want to please your daddy. Okay? And I'm that one. I want to please him. But those who are around me, if we're supposed to do all as unto the Lord, we want to do what? Please them. And a lot of people, and I just want to crush this this here word that folk love to holler out. I owe nothing to a man but to love him. Then you owe him everything. Do you really know what you're saying? I don't. They don't know what they're saying, y'all. If you owe nothing to a man but to love him, you owe them everything, honey. You owe them everything. You better go talk to Jesus. <laughs> but no greater love than this that a man laid down his life for his brethren. Glory be to God. I thank you, Father, for this time. Those of you who have not did not uh listen from you got to go back to the beginning. God has blessed us on today. Yes, us. I'm just a vessel he uses. I show up. This is God's room. It's the Kingdom Cafe. I open it up. God does whatever he wants to do in here. And he's always blessing us. I thank you, Father, for this room, this gift. It's a ministry, but it's a gift, not just to those who come in here. But it has blessed me over and over again. And I know people, they, they sow, they tie. They, they, there's so many things that they get from. They connect with others. They uh, get uh, divine connections, business connect. But my greatest gift that I, ha- I get from here is when God's people are blessed. It blesses me. But what's beautiful, he don't leave me out too. I get to, you know, I bring some food. I might bring a main entree, but you guys get to bring a dish and I get to eat too. That's so one. That's a blessing. This is true fellowship. I thank you, Father, for this room. I bless you and I praise you. I cover each and every one of our families with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Take hold of that peace, you guys, for you and your family. In Jesus' name. And this room will be closing in three, two, one. Shalom.